Let me tell you something, Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Don't trust nobody with no gold teeth. Don't trust nobody with I'm no I'm just glad. Gold I'm teeth. very happy that you that finally saw so this so trusting. He seemed so trustworthy. Sorry if you haven't seen Queen and Slim yet. You might want to skip ahead to when we start the show. Oh, my God. Listen, he seemed so trustworthy. Because he's black? Just because of his demeanor, like when he came and knocked on the window and was like, come with me, and they was being real skeptical, I was like, there's a reason they're being this skeptical. But I was also like, well, I would be that skeptical, but I would also well. be like, I would be that skeptical, but I would trust this guy. I'd go with him. I'd go with him. Mm-hmm. I'd go with him. Then they went with him. <clears throat> Queen and Slim. My man said, I don't have no money, but I know somebody that does. I know who I could call to get some. And the fact that you Damn. never even heard who he was talking to. That, no, that, that made me think. That on gave the other it away. End. That was, that was, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But everything was sketchy. Mm-hmm. Literally everything. Who, like, the, I knew na- that. the neighbors ratting them out. They were hiding or they went to go visit um, um, mm-hmm. um, the uncle's friend. Mm-hmm. That scene was so intense where they hid underneath the bed in mm-hmm. that hideaway. Like, that was so, in- like, I was. Yeah, but how long were they there? Like, the whole night. Overnight, like, yeah. yeah. In terror. Look, just my ass would have sneezed or something. Just in a little cough. <laughs> cough said, "There she is." <laughs> <laughs> got her. We got her. I knew that black cop was gonna open that door and let him go. I knew it. Yeah. Just because he had that, it was just so well written. It was well written. It was even though, like, okay, I, I can't say it was predictable, but I'm like, it's a story. Mm-hmm. So when it comes with the story, some things are gonna be on screen. Some things are just expected. Right. And so. Um, th- that kind of always kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes about movies because it's like how many times can you watch a story? You can watch a story as many times as as possible, right. but it it depends on who's telling it and how they tell it, and the way that they told that story. Oh, it was amazing. I need I need best actor nominations for Daniel Kaluuya. I need best actress nominations for what's this girl's name? What's her name? I think it's Jodie Smith. Jodie Smith. We need um, Best Actress nominations. She better. Don't play her to the side like she's just some black newcomer. She deserves. No, I want Malina, the actual novel. Melina Matsukis needs Best Director nomination. Melina Waith needs Screenplay nomination. Oof. I need the actual novel. Bokeem Woodbine needs <laughs> Best Supporting Actor nomination. Oh, my God. Gosh. The Academy's gonna play themselves if they if they oh, cheat Queen and Slim. They're gonna on. play themselves. Oh, come on, they deserve it all. You know, I know. Ready? The cinematography. Golden, the Golden Globes already um oh. didn't put Shut uh, out when they see us. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Which I was like, mm. I mean, but it's not. So when things like this happen, I'm just like, okay, typical. But when it gets recognized, I'm like, okay, y'all are onto something. But when y'all skip over, like, mm, y'all were talking about this too much. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it, that's how it should be. When it gets recognized, it should and it shouldn't even. The thing is, when it gets recognized, it shouldn't even be this huge. No, I mean, don't get it wrong. I love when we celebrate when we celebrate our own. Right. But the reason that we celebrate our own like that is because we don't win the awards as often, mm-hmm. and when we do, it's such a big deal. And it shouldn't be like that. We should be winning these awards all the time, just as much. Let's see in twenty twenty. <sighs> all right. Let's start the show. Wait. Hmm? I realized the way that I'm going to propose. What happened? 
when I meet the when I find when I meet her and I know she's the one, I'm, I'm gonna be like, "Will you I? be my lips?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show. I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way How far? On the way Bopping, bopping on the way How far we take it all the way Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah I've been going all day Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast Where we give it to you straight in this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. Yep, it's the same as last week. You can listen to this podcast <laughs> on your way to see A Christmas Carol in Harlem, where I'm acting and composing original music at Aaron Davis Hall through now until December 21st. Visit cthnyc.org for tickets. Use code BOOKMARK for discounts. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on the way to volunteer this holiday season. Mm. 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 Don't look at me. I know I volunteer, but either way, <laughs> anyway, this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Space Jam Jones. Amen. Ashe, Ashe. You know, speaking of Kwanzaa this month, guess who my Kwanzaa guest is? <laughs> December the 26th. Okay. Mark it down on your calendar. Yep, the day after Christmas, Umoja, the first day. We're going. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's seven consecutive days. No, you don't have to go to every day. We just celebrate one day. What? We just <laughs> no fool. We celebrate all the days on the one day, but we oh, just choose one oh, day okay. to all celebrate together. Oh, Ain't nobody got time to be coming out each and every day to each other's house. Y'all are part-time Kwanzaa celebrating. No, we celebrate in our own at our own mm-hmm. houses. Each when I saw day. the Proud family, they lit a candle every single night. You Y'all still, didn't do you that. You just trying to be funny. You not listen to what I said. I said. We light it at our own homes every night. Oh, okay. But we come That's together good. one time together to have a Kwanzaa celebration. Well, I'll be nobody... ready to chant. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> How are you, Khalil? I am doing well. Good. Getting ready for the holiday season. It's almost in full effect. Do you remember the YouTube video? <clears throat> Scarlet takes a tumble. Um, the title sounds familiar, but I've most likely seen it. Why? You've most likely seen it. Yeah. Pause. This is an original song. <laughs> yeah. Yes, lyrics. <laughs> You know what? Usually I don't laugh at when people get hurt. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about it? Well, this week during previews before the show started, before we officially opened and we had audiences but we weren't open. Right. There were audiences. 
I was scarlet. And I took it home. No way. Yes. What were you doing? You sing um, one of your original songs? Well, yes. True. That was, everybody was singing one of my original songs at the time. It's Come a, on. It's a scene <laughs> change. Yes. And I was moving the box. We were all transitioning. And um, somebody unexpectedly <clears throat> wasn't their fault. It was all good. Um, the un- I think they unexpectedly ran into me a little bit. It was coming a little fast. I was had the box lifted up. Now I slide it. I don't lift it up anymore. Had it lifted up, and uh, they ran into me, and I said, oh, that's new. And then I was like, all right, just keep it together. Keep it together. Oh, no, no, you're going down, buddy. You're going down. So you fall slowly? No, this is it probably happened quicker, a lot quicker in person. Oh, okay, this is how your thought mind. process was. I said, oh, you're going down. You're going down. Damn. Buddy. Going down, ready, set, go down, and recover. Tuck and roll, nigga. Tuck and roll. You did a tuck. You recovered? Oh, very quickly. <laughs> I have a bruise on my pants to show it. They had a cut in my pants. I have a bruise on my knee. However, the choreographer said, you felt very gracefully. Goodbye. He said, you knew exactly how to tuck and roll. Most people, if they fall, they just lie out, have their, their neck all laid out. No, I think they teach you that in, like, I forgot what yeah. what course. They teach you, like, to tuck and roll whenever I you fall. I was like, oh, if we're going to fall, let's make it glorious. And you know I who said, didn't tuck and roll? Who? Queen. What? When she fell from the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the one part of the movie I couldn't watch. I have a phobia about bones. So yeah. when they had to put her shoulder back, I had to, I had to put my hat down. I couldn't. I was like, <laughs> um, But other than that, I'm doing pretty well. The reviews are in for the show. Got some good reviews. That's good. Um, people are really enjoying the music. I'm feeling good about that. They're enjoying my melodies and my acting. Thank you, New York. Thank you to... um. Times Square Roundup and to Broadway World and to American and to America Magazine. Really appreciate okay. those. Had some good interviews. It's been going well. Cool. Yeah, man. All right. Let's get into the weekly playlist. <laughs> to keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Redo by Kilo Kish. Send Nudes by Sammy. Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial by Roddy Rich. And Family Ties by Fat Joe and Dre. All right, so this week for my first album, I had Redo by Kilo Kish. She is a singer and songwriter from Brooklyn um, who's been releasing music since 20. 20- 12 actually i remember hearing of kilo kish i'm associated with the internet the group the internet um back when the internet was just forming Um, she actually was also on the internet's album and collab with sid so that's another another way that i heard of her um she released her first ep homeschool in 2012 um with several singles after that and she released it through soundcloud um, it seems as if SoundCloud is where she first got a lot of her um, music exposed, like a lot of artists, um, and that's also where I've heard of her besides the Internet album. After that, she released um, a mixtape for free in 2013, um, which featured artists such as like Childish Gambino, Star Slinger, Isaac Berg, um, Earl Sweatshirt. Um, in 2015, she released another EP, called Across uh, 2016 was her first studio album um, Reflections in a Real Time and 
and it was actually on um, Euphoria. Didn't you watch that show the whole time or no? Yes. You watched the whole thing? Mm-hmm. So um, that song was uh, featured in one of the episodes. Uh, after that, she kept on releasing EPs and small projects, and she signed to her own label, um, Keisha Soundscape. Mm. Okay. So from this project, um, a few favorites of mine were Bite Me. Um, I think that was actually my favorite one from this project. Um, it reminded me of like, like this, this unbothered anthem for someone who would rather like shake shit up than re- be regular. Yeah. Remind me of something that I would listen to in my punk rock grunge phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I also oh, enjoyed gosh. Over Now because I felt like it was like a breakup <laughs> message to the end of a friendship or relationship. Um, to me, Kiloki, she's a definitely a different artist. Um, for I would label her probably indie, um, but I like her. She self expresses herself a lot, and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, word. I liked it too. Of the albums we listened to, this was the first one that I went to this week to just. I remember hearing her before, and I was like, "Oh, it's cool, we're listening." So mm-hmm. I'm glad you got her. This week for my first album, I had the latest EP, "Send Nudes." My R&B veteran at this point, for real, Sammy. Um, he did. I mean, he debuted his first album in 2000. He's yeah. 2019. So. This is Sammy's third appearance on the playlist with us having reviewed his past EP, Sammy 31873.0, last year, and his album, and his last album, Everlasting, in March of this year. Mm-hmm. Sammy continues to grow and push the limits as a vocalist and a writer. I love R&B during the Christmas season, and I'm not sure why I love it. I'm not sure why. I love it all the time, but... I really love it during this season. And these five songs on this project were smooth, clever, and mature. My favorites were definitely Grown Man, uh, Prada You, literally spelled like Prada, (laughs) P-R-A-D-A-U, and Sex You Back. I'm a dive deep in it, girl, I'm a sleep in it. I'm hoping that you text me back. Maybe I can sex you back. Oh, baby, let me sex you for my second album this week i had please excuse me for being antisocial by roddy rich um, he's a 21-year-old rapper and singer um, slash songwriter signed to Atlantic Records. Uh, when I first heard of Roddy was, not even going to lie, on Nipsey Hussle's song, um, Racks in the Middle. Mm. No, 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 I'm lying. Okay, I'm just going to come on here and lie. <laughs> that wasn't the first time. That was on that got stuck in my head first. Um, but my first heard him was Die Young, one of his singles that he released. Um He's honestly been releasing music since 2017 uh, with his first mixtape, Feed the Streets. 
um, hey, cool. I just, I feel like Roddy's one of those new generation artists that it's like for the older generation, you either fuck with it or you don't. And I got to say, I fuck with it. Um, I feel like he's singing, but he's fuck not like, <laughs> I feel like he's singing, <laughs> but he's not like, like whining, you know? I wouldn't say that, yeah, you should go do Star Spangled Banner, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, for your genre of music and for your style, I feel like it works. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's all it takes. 2018 is when he released um, the single Die Young, which was, which was produced by London on the track. Um, he actually had that written uh, the night that XXX passed away. Mm-hmm. So which just ironic how... He passed away and then lurks at the song. Anywho, um, this is his first, 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 first studio album since Feed the Streets and Feed the Streets 2 and um, before the Fame EP. So I have a few favorites, um, three in general. The Box, Star With Me featuring Gunna and Big Stepper. I've been playing those three on rotation um, for the whole weekend pretty much. Mm. Hey, big stepper like big meat. Mm-hmm. I was taught to go and get it straight about the mud, little nigga. Murder, murder, murder. Keep my slugs, my nigga. I was taught to never show no love, my nigga. Papa Zan next. I ain't never had no feeling. What I got planned next? Gotta put the stars in the ceiling. Sliding down Fairfax. Nigga, I was plotting on the million. I wanna be a nigga. So that's on God, I ain't chillin'. Fur vision band camp. Had a bad bitch put a hundred thousand in a spandex. Um, I also enjoyed God's Eyes. Uh, Peter featuring Mick Mill. Because he says, like, I'm, ro- I'm rocking furs on furs. I'm probably beefing with Peter. Um, and I also enjoyed High Fashion featuring DJ Mustard. I like when they collab together. They also collabed on DJ Mustard's last project um, for the single Ballin', which is probably on rotation on the radio right now still. So, yeah, I fucks with it. This week for my second album, I had Family Ties by Fat Joe and Dre of legendary producing team Cool and Dre. This is, this is. They've produced for the likes of Wale, Lady Gaga, Drake, Birdman, Christina Milian, Lil Wayne, The Game, Wiz Khalifa, to name a few. Uh, I don't think I've ever listened to a full Fat Joe album from top to bottom, but I had a good feeling about listening, and I'm glad I did. Um, this album was it was it was it was just, it was so player. It mm. was really player and really New York at the same time. It has songs for all generations of Fat Joe and Terror Squad listeners, as well as the features to match. Uh, Jeremiah, Annual AA, Big Bank DTE, Bryson Tiller, Cardi B, Eminem, Lil Wayne, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I'll get there. Remy Ma and Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> um, I loved Yes featuring Cardi B, which was the lead single yes. from the album. Um, and Big Splash featuring Remy Ma and Drive featuring Jeremiah uh, featuring Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know about y'all. But earlier this week, I kept hearing about some diss track from mm. Nick Cannon had sent to Eminem. Right. And I was, I didn't pay no mind. I was really like, I Nobody was, did. I was like, really, Nick, you still like hate caping from Mariah? Like, let it go, bro. Mm. 
But then I listened to the album, to this album. And you understood why. And I heard a track with Mary J. Blige and Eminem, which I don't think I've ever heard before, Mm -mm. um, featuring on Lord Above. Mary did her thing. Like, it's been a crazy week. I'm in this Twitter chat with some of my friends, and, like, we talk about an album, and they were talking about Mary J. Blige this week. They just chose that. And, And then Rob released a tweet, and he was talking about, answered this question about name an embarrassing time you did something in front of a celebrity and he talked about the time we went and saw Mary live at Sirius Sound and we got the passes to meet her and dad hooked it up and then he fell out of a chair and a stool <laughs> on the floor right in front of her wearing, That's that. wearing a coochie shirt <laughs> I don't remember it. he remembers it very vividly I guess <laughs> And in the picture, it looks like, in his mind, he thinks that Mary's looking at him, <laughs> laughing at him. But, um, but regardless, I'm going to try to find it why I talk. But regardless, um, uh, Mary did her thing on the album. And then Eminem came in, and he had some... He was really back in his Eminem. Oh, here's the picture. Look, look. He thinks she thinks she, thinks she <laughs> laughing. <at him>. Nah. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks she's laughing at him like this nigga fell. Yep. <laughs> you gonna take a picture? Of him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Send it to yourself. Already <laughs> You salute the cross, or you rebuke the cross. Either way, you meet the Lord when you get moved to cross. Death knocking at your door, got your squeezing hand do And you ain't seen God till you staring and down a barrel. I'm sitting here reminiscing. Think I just got a light bulb. Something I'd like to mention. This is just on a side note. Word to the terror squad, Joe. This is all puns aside, though. I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note. But that other dude's whip, that pussy got him neutered. Tried to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool quit, you're not gonna do shit. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. But Mary did her thing and so did M, but there were also two different messages on that song where M is sending shots and then Mary comes in in the end giving full praise, worship, and thanks to the Lord. But <laughs> hey, great song. Uh. I don't really care for Nick Cannon and Eminem beef, to be very honest. <laughs> I can't believe it's still be fair. I feel like it's they just both comedy. Like, they, he divorced from her now. They're not even together no more. This week for our honorable mentions, we had... Compilation 1-1 by Celeste. House Money by Max B. Midnight Sparks by Cranium. Montana! by French Montana, and Bad Vibes Forever by XXXTentacion. Oh, 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 oh,
it's time for music news. What's going on this week, Khalil? So this week it was. Uh, so first, we just want to say rest in peace to rapper Juice World. Right. Who passed away this past Sunday, six days after his 21st birthday. Um, his private plane was stopped and searched in a hangar at Midway Airport in Chicago, which is a private airport. And um, during the search, he fell into a seizure and started convulsing. Um, police thought he might be transporting drugs on board, and their search recovered. <coughs> 41 vacuum-sealed bags of marijuana, six bottles of prescription codeine, cough syrup, um, etc. And there was more, but I'm not getting into all that. Right. The coroner is still doing the autopsy, and no cause of death um, has been given yet, but come on. I mean, here's what I think about this. You missed the part. What? So, <clears throat> Juice World, to basically hide the pills that they had, he swallowed. He swallowed them. So that they wouldn't. All right, so here's what happens. The police do a, a search. They have a search warrant. They do a search. Mm-hmm. You know you got some shit. You're trying to lessen whatever sentence or whatever charge you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to get rid of the evidence. You can't get rid of a whole bunch of weed, you know, instantly. But that'll be less than you going to jail for pills um, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's no way to hide the guns. And his security guard got arrested for those guns. That's anyway. what I'm saying, the guns. I the pilot the actually guns. is the one who um, snitched on him. Right. Right. Because he had to by law. He said, y'all can't be bringing all this shit on my plane. I mean, by I law, can't, by law, they can't. Anything. Yeah, they have to say, they have to. Definitely had to search and snitch. So, and then when he started convulsing, his girl they asked his girlfriend what was the deal, and she said, um, "He has a drug problem." Right. So here's my thing. I remember listening to the okay. These are the lyrics to Juice World's song "Empty" from his. It's the first song off of his latest album that came out in March of this year that I remember listening to for the podcast to see if I wanted to do it for that week. I didn't do it. Listen to the lyrics. I ran away. I don't think I'm coming back home. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like a crawl space. That's, this is a dark place. I roam. These are lyrics. Lyrics. Right. Ain't no right way. Just the wrong way. I know I problem solve with styrofoam. My world revolves around a black hole, the same black hole that's in place of my soul. I'm empty. I feel so goddamn empty. I may go rogue. Don't tempt me. Big bullet holes. Tote semi-autos. So my point is, my point is, I remember listening to it. And this is the first song on the album. And I remember listening to it and saying, is the record company that this young man is signed to, are they getting help for him? Like, mm-hmm. he really just came out and said all of this shit about how he's feeling, about what he does to cope with the pain. 
about maybe it's entertaining because it's really transparent, but he's being for real. So is anybody helping him or are we just recording him, taking the product, making a product out of it, uh, taking the songs, making a product out of it, packaging it up and shipping it out and making it streamable to make money? Is that all? Is anybody seeking help? For this young man. No. And they're not. It's not their job to seek help. And my only that's thing I have to say crazy. about this is that as far as lyrics go, that's not the first time you've heard something crazy in a song and you're like, hey, we should look out for it. There's a lot of artists who say lyrics such as that who sound like they have mental health issues. They're battling with depression. They actually say it, you know, things like that. And what we do is we sing along. We don't say to artists like, oh, Kid Cudi, like, oh, well, you need to get some assistance or things like that. And you have people who are singing along with you because they can relate to the music. Um, it's not the record label's job to say, hey, we want to get you some assistance. That's on you. Nothing I have to say about this. It has to be. I is, mean, to some point, there ha- it has to be. In any other workplace, if you were to have an employee start come to start talking to you about this, you will call somebody, and I get right. it. It's a record. It's a record label, so you have to have room. We that's how we make our money based off of these emotions and how people feel like that. Exactly. But there has to be something that should balance that out, though. Look, okay, if we're gonna have this open, if if my job is gonna be to come in here and lay all my bones out and all like that, so we can make a product and all be profitable, then how about why don't you, as the record company, also invest in me so that I don't end up having a spell or something where I really hurt myself by. Doing it doesn't this. work like that. Cool. No, I'm, I know it doesn't. I'm saying it should work like that. I mean, this. of course it should. Yeah, it I should do. work like A lot this. of things should work, <laughs> but that's Where, not how it is here. Well, I'm saying we need somebody needs to move, make steps to make it work like that. And I'm not afraid to say that. Of you course. can't have an artist come in and lay their bones bare like this. And all you do is just take advantage of them and make a product out of it. At least, at bare minimum, you should at least have a department with all the other departments in the record label that are there for sales, that are there for marketing. Marketing that are there for yeah, but distribution. Khalil, when you when for you do all that, when you other, heal these artists, let who me are, finish. Let me finish. For all those other departments you have in there, you could at least have a therapy department in there where you could offer a service, voluntary, for them to go in there and talk to somebody about this stuff. Right. So then, voluntary. When, so when that happens, and they heal, and they feel like, okay, I don't want to make music like this anymore and they make other types of music, and that doesn't work, then what happened? Record labels are not, I see what you're saying, but they're not doing what you're saying right now. They're not babysitting you. They're not sitting there saying, oh, yeah, well, we have to X, Y, and Z. Another thing is um, a lot of the generation, the younger generation, you know, from us, we're the leaders, they are heavy in drug drug use. And it's going to keep on happening. Um, and deaths like this are going to keep on happening. Also, he did um, speak about the fact that he wouldn't make it past 21. So it was very ironic that he really did die six days after his birthday. I was hoping I... that he that this wasn't like some kind of, um, this was like a medical issue and it wasn't like, you know, from drug use. But unfortunately... My hopes got let down. So just I'd say rest in peace to him. And I hope that it just makes a lot of people, a lot of young artists, a lot of people in general, um, not follow that path into doing heavy drug use, even though that's what the music says. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I also think that, but I also will say I think that that's bull about what also you're saying about the music industry. And yeah, I get it because that's the standard that we all accept that if we help the artist that the product will suffer. But if that's like saying, well, if we 
never if we were to try to elect a black president it would never happen because we've never seen it before you don't know what could happen if you give an artist help and where that could lead their career what but we're afraid to go there because it's uncharted territory but I'm, i wasn't too upset people don't like it i wasn't too upset when mary was happy mary still be she she knows has a she knows how to balance happy and her and uh, 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 sad at the same time it's a balancing act not that's, can an, do that. that's an investment in the artist that I think record labels need to take. In other news, this weekend, uh, this past weekend, Lizzo, um, Grammy-nominated oh, Lizzo, Lord. went to a Laker game. Yeah. And um, when the camera was on her and her hit song, Juice, was played um, in the Las Vegas Arena, she started dancing, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, no worries. But she also... Showed us her twerking skills, which you've seen before if you follow right. social social media or you've seen her in general. Um, she turned around, and she started twerking, and she revealed that her outfit from the back was like pretty much see through. You saw like her thong, and you saw her um, mm-hmm. saw her underwear. Now this was was in, <laughs> this is part. This information is important because it wasn't like she was just doing it in like you know a friend caught her. Nope, it was on like the screens and at the top and. A lot of people were very upset about the fact that, you know, she was just twerking her ass out. Um, ever since this had happened over the weekend, there's been many debates as to, oh, um, you everybody's complaining because um, she's a bigger woman or um, they, it, y'all wouldn't say this if this was Rihanna or Beyonce or, you know, and a lot of things. My only opinion about the situation is um, I just feel like Dance, twerk, be free, everything, but just no time and place. And I feel like just in that space and time, it there wasn't a time and place, you know, to just be having a thong out um, at a basketball game for several reasons. One, because I'm pretty sure there's children there. And two, because it just wasn't the time and the place. It just wasn't appropriate. Nothing to do about how she looks, how, you know, she's a bigger woman, anything like that. A lot of people are trying to make it that um, so that the people who are against Lizzo can seem like they're fat shaming or they're fatophobic or whatever you want to call it. But I personally don't think it's that. I think it's just principle. I think as an artist, um, you I would feel the same way if Cardi B decided she wanted to twerk with a thong on um, in, in, in some place that's not her show at a basketball game. Um, because on while the while her her image was up in the Megatron or whatever, I just it feels like there's this time and place for that. I still love you, Lizzo, but it's just time and place. I agree. I think that um, I mean, more so from the kids' point of view, thinking about how their kids they're watching it there, I can understand like, um, okay, not time and place, but I wasn't even really thinking about that. I don't have no problem with her being as as big as she wants to be, ass being whatever color, size wants to look like. It's fine with me. My only thing is, I thought that at least the cutout, that's fine with me. I thought at least it was like a clear piece of something in between her and the world, her ass and the world. With, with the cutout, it was really just a hole. And to me, that's just nasty. It that wasn't meant, tasteful. That meant that everywhere that she went, she was just sitting her bare ass down on anything. I think she had like tights on. I don't That's think it was like, nasty. I think she had pantyhose on though. I did she. And yeah, I don't think it was like and, bare uh, ass. And even our pantyhose, would you do the just sit your ass down on no. a seat with some pantyhose? Think about all the places you had to go, the pant the, the the van to get there. 
the the lobby outside, all the places you sit down before you sit down. That I mean, nasty that was her seat. personal. That's just personal the nastiest preference. part. Yeah, the, yeah, great. And my personal preference is that that's nasty. But I don't care if you twerk. But that's just nasty. On the way, listeners, what are your thoughts on the recent death of Juice World? Let us know how you feel at On the Way Weekly. Let us know how you feel on Twitter at On the Way Weekly. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Damn, you so low. I put you on camera. That's my favorite show, girl. I rush here just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Kalil? Well, this week, Democrats in the House announced, officially announced, that they are bringing forth articles of impeachment against the president, number 45. They drafted two articles of impeachment, one for abuse of power, and the second one is obstruction of Congress. Um, Republicans are fighting back and saying that the Democrats are only doing this because this is part of their timeline they had a two-year timeline to wait until just before the election to bring forth articles of impeachment over the president and um that they think that the democrats are rushing this process and there's not enough evidence there to really kick the president out of office the thing that really just i baffles me is so who knows if this is really going to happen um because the thing is we've talked about this for a while but now it's different when it's actually in process. I've kind of been out of tune. I haven't been in watching what's going on. I've been mm-hmm. in rehearsal. And now that I kind of have my days back, it's like, wow. these They've really been doing a whole impeachment hearing every day. And now yeah. we're finally at the point of impeachment, which will probably happen. But you still need that vote from the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans, to kick him out of office. And who knows? People are saying it automatically won't happen. My thing is now that this is actually happening and they're bringing forth all this evidence and they're the Democrats are going to try their hardest to make it so painfully clear that this man has broken his oath of office by asking Ukraine to while withholding money to another country for them to do uh, not a favor for them to investigate his political rival. Can't do that. You just you're not supposed to do that. However, he clearly, clearly did it. So it just baffles me how the Republicans on the other side just, like, how they're just clearly going to look over that like that didn't happen and make the case that the Democrats are making things up. That's the thing about politics that I just don't understand. Like, so how do we just, like, like, how do you call something for what it is? You can't say that I'm making something up when I have the proof right here that it happened. How do you fix that? That's the part that baffles, that it, it gets on my nerves the most. Like, here's the proof that this happened, 
and you just I mean, want to look the other way. They don't want him out of office. That's the only thing. I know. And the best way they could respond is by gifs and memes and videos. There's and no response. Childish. There's no response. And childish tweets, yeah. There's no real reason, but okay. yeah. So this week from our Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine the beautiful light on the new Miss Universe. <clears throat> Straight out of South Africa. Zozibini Tunzi. She was crowned the winner of 2019's Miss Universe competition on Sunday. Um, talk about black girl magic. She actually said that she grew up in a world where a woman who looks like me with my kind of skin and my kind of hair would never be considered to be beautiful. Um, and she thinks that that time to stop that mentality is today. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I want children to look at me and see my face and I want them to see their faces reflected in mine. I'm always talking about representation. It's great for the younger generation because whether you like it or not, there's someone that's going to be following behind you like a shadow. Mm. There's something always going to come. We, we were once young. We were once the young, the younger generation. And who do we have to learn from? The ones above us. Mm-hmm. So it's those people who set the example, and it's continuing. It's continuing cycle. Yeah. So if you see Miss Universe, Miss USA, I was just about to Miss, say, you know, when you see the... women of color like this, you're just like. Okay, we can do this. Yeah. You know? The crazy, I was going to say, the craziest thing is, is this, is like, is this really happening? Or is this too mm-hmm. good to be true? Is somebody plotting on us? Something really bad about to happen to us? Or can we just have, are we really just experiencing victories out here like Talent. this? Like, for the first time, you have, we have, who do we have? Black Miss, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe are all black women. Tunzi Jones, Tunzi, um, Nia Franklin. Chesley Christ or Chris and, and Kaylee Garris. Mm-hmm. That's that's major. It is. That's major. On the way, listeners, would you let your kids uh, participate in beauty competitions or beauty pageants? Tweet us on the way weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quote on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Rock Bottom has built more champions than privilege ever did. Mm. So what does this quote mean to you? Uh, pride always comes before comes before the fall. They say that. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's just a classic story. You can give it to you can attribute it to somebody who's had everything and then mm-hmm. loses everything and then realizes what's really important um, to make better decisions in their life, which I've seen before. Or you can attribute it to somebody who's never had anything, who's always been at the bottom and can only has nowhere to go but up. 
and really values and holds on to the lessons that they learned and maintains their way of life once they get to the top because they know what it's like to have been at the bottom. Um, I feel like this quote is amazing because it shows that with nothing, you can still overcome it. You can still rise from where you think you fell from and in, in, in your last resort. Like, you can still be successful. You can still be a lot of things. Um, you just have to know that this means you have to work ten times harder. That's it. When things be- become a challenge and um, and not easy for you, like, it's just, that's when you have to know, all right, it's grind time, you know? It should be, it should be motivation for you to be that champion, to be the best you can be, to be better than you was yesterday. To say to yourself, like, okay, so, because I've, I've been in a situation like that where I'm just like, all right, I feel like this is a low point in my life, mm. so I'm going to make sure that this time next year I'm not in the same predicament, mm. the mm. same situation, I'm not in the same mental space, space, and I've done that before. Right, right. You know, so, yeah. Right. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at kah. L I L X T A N I E L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD music. You can also find all my music streaming on Apple Music Title, Spotify. I'm gonna reach over there <laughs> on Apple Music Title and Spotify or any place that you stream or download music. And you can also see me performing live uh, where I have Christmas time in Harlem. No. You can also see me performing live um, and come hear some of my original music at Aaron Davis Hall in a classical, in a Christmas carol in Harlem from um, being produced by Classical Theater of Harlem from now until December 21st. Please visit cthnyc.org and use the code bookmark for discount for a discount code. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Um, you can find me on my fitness page at Sweat by D, S-W-E-A-T-B-Y-V-E-E. A lot of new content coming up soon for the 2020 year. I'm so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been posting a lot of my workouts since I got injured back in July. So I was giving my time, mm-hmm. myself time to heal and get better and put myself in a different mental space. Mm-hmm. So. Happy to be doing that, recording a lot of content and vlogging. Uh, my fitness advice t- for you for this winter, um, mentally. Why mm. um, <laughs> you do it like that? Oh, because I wanted to tell you about the changes I've made this week, but go ahead. Mentally, I want you to make sure that um, not only that you, you, you went back to your why. You know, you, you, you retrace your steps and go back to your reason for whatever level of the journey that you're on right now. Why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because good. I feel like a lot of times we forget that um, or we can, like, accomplish a goal or something like that and then we, we just, like, disregard mm. what we're begging and crying for before. Right. So go back to your reason, to your why. Right. That'll always keep you centered, hold you down. Yeah. This week I started juicing. I've always had, we've had, I've had a Nutribullet for a while. Right. And this week was the first time I bought apples and cucumbers and sp- kale and, and pineapples. Okay. Some almond milk in there. First time I messed it up, put a little bit too much ginger in there. That sounds like a smoothie. 
Yeah, I love that ginger. I put a little bit too much in there and some lemon. Today I did it better. Are you freestyling like recipes? No, no. I actually went to a juicing place okay. last weekend. I had one and I was like, I could make this. Oh, okay. But you didn't know how much, like the actual recipe. I made it better today. <laughs> it was much better. It's best to like Google recipes. I did. I went to Pinterest <laughs> and I looked it up. I saw what I would need. I didn't leave the, the measurements. Mm-hmm. And, and this today I made it better. It's a whole science, just like cooking. Okay. To make it taste good. I figured it out. It was good today. <laughs> and for everything you heard, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, um, send the podcast to your friends through iMessage, however you want to get the word out about on the way. Rest in peace to everything. Rest in peace to anyone who uh, may have lost their life today in Jersey City. Sorry to hear about that whole oh, situation. Yes. It's crazy over there. Uh, keep you all lifted up. Pray that our, you know, our country is it really was like a war zone over there, and it was really interesting. It was I never seen our country look like that from our point of view. Imagine how people live like that every day outside of this country. Mm-hmm. Something else, but um, keep that lifted up. Um, and it's Christmas time though. But it's Christmas time though. <laughs> Kidding. See you next week. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we grow, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go. Okay, we stress, we grind one time, three times, two times.